I would say almost all content creators start their content creation journey on the side of a full-time job or a big-time commitment like being a student or a full-time parent, right? So saving time is crucial when it comes to trying to balance it all. The thing about being a content creator for your career is that unlike, you know, traditional jobs, you can't just apply. You don't just send in a resume and then get a salary or an hourly position. You need to basically build up your own business over time and eventually through many different types of monetization, build out a full-time income. And so the nature of that is it's always going to start out as a side hustle. So that's why time management for content creators is so important. And of course, even once you get to the stage of being a full-time creator, there's still so many different hats that you wear, especially if you haven't built out a team yet. So that's why today I wanted to share with you my top three time-saving tips because truly all content creators need to find ways to balance their time a little bit better, right? Myself included. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Hey creator, I've got something really exciting to share with you. My brand new signature course, the Instagram roadmap is now available for instant access. The Instagram roadmap is a self-paced course designed to take you from overwhelmed and uncertain to confident and excited to create content that is going to help you grow on Instagram. I've poured my heart and soul into this course and included all my experience and expertise from not only growing my own active Instagram community of over 35,000 followers, but also from helping countless clients grow their Instagram audiences as well. The Instagram roadmap is designed for beginner and intermediate creators like you who are looking for the path to growth. In the four and a half hours of video lessons, I go over lessons like how to build a strong brand online, how to craft a content strategy that is designed for your unique circumstances and goals, how to batch your content so that you don't get burnt out, and finally, how to monetize your audience and turn content creation into your career. Welcome you into the Instagram roadmap. You can start learning today when you sign up at the instagramroadmap.com. Kicking us off with the most obvious time-saving approach, that is cutting down on creation and projects and prioritizing what's truly important. This step is really about getting clear on your goals and what specifically is going to help you work towards those goals. I think in the world of social media, it is so easy for us to get 
distracted, like shiny object syndrome, right? There's so many different things that we could be doing to grow as a creator, but unfortunately we cannot do them all. So that's why it's really important to cut down and prioritize so that you have a realistic workload. A couple of episodes ago, I talked about creating a strong work-life balance, and I talked about the four-quadrant method to help determine your priorities. So just as a quick recap, I want to explain this to you because I think it is a very effective way at figuring out what you actually need to be working on, and that's essential when it comes to finding that balance and that time management as a creator. So to use the four quadrant method, you're going to draw yourself four quadrants on a piece of paper. Once you've done this, you're going to label them as follows. Quadrant one, urgent and important. Quadrant two, not urgent yet important. Quadrant three, urgent, but not important. And quadrant four, not urgent and not important. Then you will place all of the various actions you can take in your content creator business into these categories, which will hopefully help you determine what exactly you can cut out of your strategy. And I will admit this can be a little bit difficult to determine exactly what is most important. Finding the priorities of what platform you should be focusing on the most, what types of posts are gonna be most effective for you. That is a tough one and a lot of it comes down to experimentation and also personal preference. So it's really hard for me to give you like specific directives in terms of if you're starting out, this is what you need to focus on first. But there are a few ideas that I can offer up that hopefully will help give you some sense of direction as you're figuring out what your priorities are as a content creator that's trying to balance your time. So referencing another podcast, last week I talked about the well-known phrase quality over quantity. You might hear from a lot of other social media gurus out there that you need to be posting like five plus times per week to grow. And I'll be honest and admit there's been times where I have felt that or I've said that in the past because I was also caught up in that hustle and that rat race of just trying to post as often as possible. But that's not actually true. You're more likely to grow a strong community if you post fewer but higher quality posts versus like say five rushed low quality posts per week. So when it comes to saving time, if you lower the number of posts, but you make sure that they are high quality and high value, it shouldn't really affect your growth because Focusing on that quality over quantity is really effective at growing a community. Another thing that I want you to consider when you're thinking about prioritizing your time as a beginner creator is the idea of investment content versus sort of like maintenance content. So let me explain what I mean by this. When I am creating my content now, as a you know more established creator obviously this is like a big part of my job i think about content um in these sort of two ways so like investment content is content that i'm making now that might not give me a lot of return in the moment but in the future will surely help me to reach more people generate more clients all of that kind of thing so investment content is 
evergreen content. It might be something that's not particularly trendy or timely, and it might not even be something that my audience is really asking for right now. I think a really great example of this is in the past, um, I have created YouTube videos, like full-on series about how to start a podcast. Uh, because I had questions about it here and there, and there weren't a lot of other videos on the platform describing it in the detail that I thought was necessary. So I actually made like a full four-part series on how to start a podcast for YouTube. And at the time when I posted these videos, I did not get a lot of views. I, they were probably like eight or nine out of 10 in YouTube studio, which translates to, um, this is not performing so well. So, you know, my immediate response could have been disappointment and like, oh, this is really not doing so well for me. Like maybe this is a waste of time putting all this effort into this whole how to make a podcast series. However, this was investment content because over the couple of years since I posted that, those videos have now garnered a ton of views. Some of them have like between 60 and 100,000 views, which is really good for me. And it's also been the source of a whole lot of podcast clients for my agency, Creatorly Media. So that is a really great example of investment content. It's evergreen. It's maybe not the kind of thing that's gonna get me a lot of views right now, but it has the potential to get me a lot of views, more subscribers, and more clients in the future. Now, the other type of content that I mentioned, maintenance content. The way I think of this is content that keeps my current audience happy. It keeps my current audience engaged. It might not have the potential for me to reach a huge wide audience beyond what I already have, but it's important for me to keep the people that I have around you know, in touch with me and still getting value from me. So maintenance content in my world includes like my daily Instagram stories. I'm not really reaching a wider audience than people who already know me, but it means that my ride or die bestie followers are seeing that content pretty much every day and they're staying engaged with what I'm doing so that, you know, when I have an offer, when I have a launch or whatever, hopefully they're in touch and they're, you know, more likely to buy or join or whatever. Another example of maintenance content is Instagram lives. Really only the people that follow me and are really passionate about the content that I'm making are going to join in on those. That's not typically a way that you're going to reach new people. And some feed content is also going to be maintenance content. So, you know, sharing photo carousels is a great way to bring your followers into your life, um, but it's not necessarily going to get you on the explore page. I think another example of um, maintenance content is email newsletters. It's very important to keep your email audience engaged and like receiving value from you. But obviously when I send out an email newsletter, it's only going to people that have signed up. It's not necessarily helping me grow my list. So hopefully this gives you a sense of what I mean by investment content versus maintenance content. So the reason why I went into all of that and explained that concept is because I think when you're a beginner creator, it's important to find the balance between these two types. And I would recommend in general, leaning more into the investment type of content. I think a lot of us, because it seems fun and you want to have that immediate like dopamine hit of like likes and engagement, we lean towards the stuff like the Instagram stories or the Instagram lives because we think that's going to make us feel more like a legit content creator that has a following, right? Trust me, I say this from experience. I'm not trying to be like shady. I've, I've always been that person that, you know, wants that um, affirmation via likes and comments. So it totally makes sense that we lean towards that, but it's actually a lot more effective for your long-term strategy, especially when you're just getting started to invest your time in that 
investment content that I'm talking about. So creating stuff that's evergreen, that might not get you a lot of engagement now, but it has huge potential to help you bring in an audience in the future. Now, just talking about Instagram again, to clarify, I actually do think that high quality, engaging, interesting reels is also investment content. And same goes for TikToks because um, it it can get you in front of more people. So it does kind of have that more of a potential for that immediate return as well. But I've actually been surprised at how sometimes TikToks or Reels can get more views like even weeks after they're posted. Something about it just really picks up in the algorithm and then all of a sudden you're getting more views on those videos. So they have a bit of a longer shelf life than obviously Instagram stories or even Instagram feed content. Um, But all of this is to say Try to prioritize the investment content that has the potential to bring you more followers, more reach, more views in the long term, rather than just focusing on the kind of thing that kind of gives you that feel good dopamine hit of getting engagement in the short term. That is my general advice when it comes to prioritizing your content strategy as a beginner creator. So Hopefully this has given you a sense of how you can start to set up your priorities as a creator, because that is really essential when it comes to obviously time management is knowing what's actually important to work on, what's not so important. You really want to think about each action that you take in your creator business and ask yourself if it's truly worth your time right now. If it's not, then maybe put it on a maybe later list and prioritize the important needle moving actions. The next piece of advice I have for you is to batch your content. You know I had to talk about content batching, right? Batching your content is one of the easiest ways to save time in your content creation business. There are a lot of pros and cons to batching content, but the one that matters the most when it comes to saving time is how efficient content batching can be. By lumping your various content creation steps together, you're able to focus your energy without jumping from task to task, and you can plan content weeks in advance, creating a more cohesive and stress-free approach to your social media strategy. Now, while batching is very, very efficient because you can get a lot of content created in a short amount of time, like I was saying, there are some downsides to it as well. Obviously, if you're batching your content really far in advance, it's more difficult to take advantage of trends or talk about you know, timely topics. But the advantage of batching is that you're kind of guaranteed to be consistent. I think one of the biggest challenges that a lot of creators have is they have a priority of being consistent with their content. But if they're depending on kind of daily, you know, waking up and coming up with an idea of what they can post on TikTok, that's going to lead to being not consistent. Trust me, I've been there. It's very hard to just depend on your future self to have ideas. You kind of need to give yourself future ideas. So there's different ways that you can batch your content. It doesn't have to be always like making all of it way in advance. For example, you can batch week by week or month by month. You can even just plan out your content ideas in advance and then kind of you know, give yourself an assignment to actually film the content that you planned on the day that you're going to post it. So there's so many different ways to approach this. It's going to look different for everybody, but I would definitely recommend at the very least having a clear content calendar. And then for things that you're trying to create 
that are evergreen because I definitely think that original evergreen content is an important component of your strategy, whether it's on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok, like it can be successful in all of those places. For the pieces that are evergreen and not trends-based, I would really recommend batching those in some kind of way, just because if you're already in the mode of filming or you're already in the mode of editing, it's going to be so much quicker than kind of doing each piece individually. So I would recommend if you don't know at all where to start, because like I'm saying, this is going to be unique to everybody. But if you're like, okay, well, give me a template to follow. Here's something I would suggest. Start by planning your content a month in advance. Create a content calendar for a full month of content that you're going to create whatever platform you're on. Okay, this is this is going to be uh, platform agnostic. It doesn't matter if you're a YouTuber or Instagram or whatever. This can work. So create a month of content plans. And these can be as, you know, specific or as general as you want, just as long as you have a plan of when you're going to get into the specifics and make sure that you get into the specifics before you sit down to film, because trust me, it's so frustrating to think, okay, I'm going to sit down and batch all my reels. And then you open up and then the ideas are like so vague that you don't even really know what to do. Your future self will thank you if you go into detail of what your script is going to be or what shots you need and all of that stuff. It'll make it so much easier in the future. But at the very least, give yourself a month of content ideas and then decide when you're going to film everything. You might even add a little label to each idea of whether you're going to batch it or whether you're going to create it um, in a more timely fashion, maybe the day of. And so once you kind of label all of those different pieces of content on your calendar, and maybe you have half of them that you're going to batch, then you're going to schedule a time to batch all of that content. Some of the best candidates for batching is like, if you're doing some kind of like an evergreen series for, you know, reels or TikTok or whatever, where you're just like sharing advice. For example, I have like a little series that I've done here and there on, on both reels and TikTok that is basically things content creators don't tell you or like things you don't know before you become a content creator. And I just kind of talk about like surprising parts of the career that people might find interesting. And that is completely evergreen and I can film a bunch of them at once. And if I end up scheduling them throughout the month, then I don't even need to change outfits in between filming them because they're going to be dispersed throughout the month. So that's just one example. But I think that by batching at least, you know, some kind of a chunk of your content, you're going to give yourself way more consistency and way less stress. Now, if you want more of a deep dive into content batching and the different methods that you can use depending on your different circumstances, I go into a lot of detail about the content batching process in module four of the Instagram roadmap. If you don't know about it, the Instagram roadmap is my brand new signature course all about how to become a successful Instagram content creator. I feel like I navigated my way through the Instagram world blindfolded. I didn't know what to do. And so now I've created a map for you to follow. So if that sounds interesting to you, I'm going to link it in the show notes. It's also at the Instagram roadmap.com. Another great time saving tip that I have for you is to stack your tasks. Here is the best way to do this. Make a list of all of the tasks that you need to complete each week for your content creator business. Then start finding the tasks that can be lumped together. This is really the same concept as batching. You're trying to lump together similar tasks so that you aren't jumping around from different types of tasks to different types of tasks, but instead you're keeping your mind focused 
on a similar type of project all at once. The idea is that you get into a flow state, you get into a groove. So if you're writing scripts, then you're going to keep writing more scripts. We've all found that, right? Once you get into the zone of of writing, for example, it's easier to keep going rather than when you kind of start fresh and then it's really hard to get into it. So we're really trying to take advantage of getting into the groove or being in a flow state with this task stacking method. So let's say you have a YouTube channel and an Instagram and TikTok. One way to task stack would be to film all of your videos the same day. So once you are done filming your YouTube video for next week, you go ahead and film the two to three vertical videos that you need to film for your short form platforms as well. You're already in that filming mindset. So you most likely already have all your equipment out. You probably feel film ready as far as hair and makeup or whatever your preference is when it comes to filming. And, you know, you probably have a good setting where, um, you know, maybe if you're like me, you've made sure that your partner's not on a Zoom call talking in the background, whatever it might be. You're in filming mode, so you want to keep filming more and take advantage of the fact that you're already in that groove. Similarly, if you're scripting your video or your podcast, this could be a good time to also write a few captions for your Instagram posts. Lumping together the same type of tasks can save you a lot of time, not only because you don't need to like physically switch between tasks, for example, like opening up Premiere Pro and then closing it and then opening up like your web browser to use later or whatever. You have your tools ready to go that you need for whatever your task at hand is. And then you can do similar tasks at the same time and take advantage of the efficiency that comes from task stacking. You can also multitask when you're able. So I know that this is maybe a controversial one because a lot of people say there's no such thing as multitasking. You're just like doing two tasks, not as like well as you otherwise would. But I'll be honest, like a part of my efficiency in a lot of like how I've kind of made as much content as I've had is finding out ways where you can effectively multitask. It's important to like know your limit, play within it. Don't get too cocky and, you know, try to do too many things at once. And then, you know, your quality will lack because of that. But I think there are a few areas where you can multitask a little bit. For example, in the past, when I edited this podcast, because it's more or less just listening to audio and your girl tries really hard not to mess up when I'm delivering the script, Um, I could pretty much just listen to it and then I would have, um, you know, my headphones in and just be kind of keeping an ear out for any errors that I made in the podcast. Like if I had to restart a line or anything like that, and then my hands would be free to work on another task. Like again, something that I can do while listening to a podcast essentially. So that might be something like editing a YouTube thumbnail or making graphics in Canva, like something that's more visual because, you know, the auditory or like words part of my brain is already taken up by listening to the podcast. I could do something basic and like visual or designy while I'm listening. And then, you know, if I hear an error in the podcast, I can quick jump over into the podcast editor, go back a couple seconds, cut out the section that I need to, and then keep on listening. Now, of course, I say that's how I used to do it because I'm currently not editing this podcast. So shout out to Shelby from the Creatorly team who also uses this multitasking method while she's editing the podcast. Another example of this kind of thing is when I'm editing a vlog, sometimes when I'm going through and selecting out the best clips that I want to use, I can also listen to music 
from Artlist or Epidemic Sound at the same time to kind of find the best tracks that might suit with the vibe. So again, this is one of those like visual and audio splits where you can kind of do one audio-based task while you're doing a more visual-based task. But when it comes to actually editing videos, like getting into the specifics of it and a lot of other content creation tasks, you know, you'll probably notice that the video and audio are kind of intertwined. So then you really can't multitask while editing a YouTube video for example. But anyway, those are just a few unique ideas that you could maybe consider multitasking, but again, not everybody's cup of tea, and that is okay. In that case, I would definitely recommend task stacking because staying in the same groove that you've been in with whatever you're working on is really going to help you instead of taking the time to switch gears and switch projects, which will slow you down a little bit. So think about how you can integrate the batching mindset into your day and the different tasks that you need to get done for creating content. So hopefully these time-saving tips were helpful. Again, if you want some more details on content batching and how you can come up with a batching plan that works for you, and of course, everything else related to Instagram growth and content strategy, then check out the Instagram roadmap, my brand new signature course. It is linked in the show notes. And as always, you can find it at the Instagram as well. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode of the Creator Club Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club Podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.